Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life of more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello, everyone. I am so excited. This is episode number 25. I'm so happy. So this podcast, I've been wanting to do this for maybe a couple of years, and I just thought it was going to be this big ordeal, and it was going to be so complicated and technical. And then one day, I have to give a shout out to LaShonda. She's someone I'm friends with on Facebook, and she put out a post one day and just asked if there was anyone interested in learning how to launch a podcast in 30 days or less. And I raised my hand. This was back in, I want to say, February. Like, oh my God, if you can show me how to do this in 30 days or less, I'm all in. And she worked with me for four weeks and we got everything up and running. And now here we are 25 episodes later. And I'm just so happy and proud of myself for doing it and loving it. I absolutely love recording these podcasts for you all. So I hope you're enjoying them. If you are, please do me a favor, leave a review. The more reviews the show gets, the more people will see it. Apple and Spotify and Google Podcasts, they'll see that, oh, more people like this podcast. Let me share it with others. Let us make sure other people know about it. So if you are enjoying these episodes, if it's helping you, please, please, please leave me a review and leave some comments as well. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into the episode. So today we're going to be talking about emotional spending. Now, I want to start off by saying there is nothing wrong with occasionally indulging in a little retail therapy when you have the money to do so and when it's not going to prevent you from reaching the financial goals you have for yourself, okay? I actually encourage my clients to have a stash of money so that they can have money to do whatever they want to. So you don't have to have everything planned out in advance that you can leave some room for a little retail therapy here and there, and the fact that it's just not going to affect you financially, okay? So I want you to know this episode is not about condemning spending. That's not what I'm about. And if you've been listening to me for a while, maybe all 25 episodes or so, you know my motto. I believe that you can do both. You can build wealth and enjoy life at the same time. And I truly believe that looking good and having nice things can be a part of enjoying life, okay? So this episode is not about telling you not to spend money. It's just about bringing awareness to emotional spending if that is an issue for you, okay? So here's what we're gonna cover in the episode. Number one, we're going to look at the various definitions of overspending. Of course, I had to Google it and create one of my own. Number two, I'm going to teach you how to discover if emotional spending is something that you're engaging in. Number three, you're going to learn a concept called life is 50-50. Number four, you're going to learn that it's not your money's job to make you feel better And number five, you're going to learn how to create emotional satisfaction 
outside of spending. This episode may run a little long, but I encourage you to listen to it all the way through. Even if you have to pause it, I'm going to be giving you some things that could really, really change your life, especially if emotional spending is keeping you stuck and preventing you from having the amount of money that you want to have. Okay, so number one, let's look at the definition of emotional spending. So Google says that it means to buy something you don't need or even want in order to satisfy an emotional need. And my definition is to simply buy something to change the way you feel. If you're buying things because you are feeling a certain way and the subconscious or conscious intent is to change your mood, then I would define that as emotional spending. Okay, now let's look at how to discover if you emotionally spend. And I'm very careful not to say how to discover if you're an emotional spender, because then that means you're taking on that identity. Being an emotional spender is not who you are. Emotionally spending is just something that you do. And the beautiful thing about the things that we do is that we can change them. They are totally within our control. So now I just want to share with you ways that you can discover if you spend emotionally. The first way we're going to figure it out is by bringing awareness to your financial results. Okay, awareness is powerful because you really can't change something if you don't know it exists. Okay, so if you just look at your financial results and you do not like them, for instance, if you do not have as much money as you want saved or invested, or if you spend more than you make, or maybe you spend everything you make, if you have more debt than you want to, especially credit card debt, if you wonder where all your money goes, maybe you even feel like you should be further along than where you are. Those are all financial results and you have to become aware of them to know that if they exist for you. So if you look at your financial situation, if you look at your financial results and you do not like them, then the next question is to ask yourself, why do I have these financial results? Why do I have more debt than I want to? Why am I not investing and saving like I want to? Why is my net worth lower than I want it to be? Okay, ask yourself why. Typically, when you ask yourself why, there's usually one or two reasons why it's happening for you. Number one is there is either an income problem or number two, a spending problem. Now, most of the clients that I work with, it's usually not an income problem for them, right? Many of my clients, they have amazing careers, they have great businesses, and they bring in money. They know how to make money. So the income is not the problem. Typically, we discover that the spending is the problem. So once you know the financial results that you have and you discover that you really don't like them, you would like for them to be different, you can ask yourself, why do I have these results? And either it's going to be an income problem or a spending problem. Now, if it's an income problem, then I want you to go back and listen to the episodes that I did about earning more. That would be episodes number 15, which is how to earn more. Episode number 16, how to earn more in your career. And episode 17, earn more by starting a side business. If you discover you have an income problem, then I would recommend that you go and listen to those episodes. But for everyone else, 
it's probably a spending problem and the rest of this episode is for you. So once you discover that it is a spending problem, then you can ask another question. Why am I spending more than I want to? And if you discover that usually I'm spending to alter my mood, to make myself feel better, to engage in retail therapy, then you can go ahead and assume that you tend to spend emotionally, okay? So let me walk you through the process again. Become aware of your financial results. If you do not like them, then ask yourself, why do I have these financial results? And usually it's gonna be because of an income problem or an overspending problem. And if it's a spending problem, then you want to go ahead and ask, why am I spending more than I want to? And then from there, you can decide if it's due to trying to feel better. Okay. And if it's an income problem, go ahead and listen to those episodes. I just recommend it. Now, here's one of the things I notice a lot, especially with my ladies, my clients who spend emotionally, but also make a lot of money that it's easy for you to justify it and kind of brush it under the rug by saying things like, it's fine, I'll just make more. But I want you to know that it is impossible to out earn an overspending problem, okay? You can make millions upon millions of dollars, but if you're spending more than that, then there's always going to be an issue, okay? So let's not focus on making more in order to solve that problem, because honestly, I want you to make as much money as you can, but making more is not going to solve the problem. And you probably already know that because you probably have gotten raises and brought in more money in your business, but you're still having the same issues. The same financial results still exist. Okay. Because it's not about how much you make. It's about what you do with the money that you do make and about who you're being with the money. Okay, so now let's look at the life is 50-50 concept because it is very important to understand this concept in order to really get a hold of your emotional spending, okay? So here's the thing. I was certified as a life coach through the Life Coach School and one of the concepts that we learn a lot about is the life is 50-50 concept. What does that mean? It simply means that overall, life is gonna be 50% positive and 50% negative, right? You're gonna experience emotions that are positive half the time, and you're gonna experience emotions that are uncomfortable or negative half the time, okay? That is just what it means to be a human. And so many of us were never taught this, and we think that we should feel good all the time. We should be happy all the time. But that is not true, Sometimes we're going to experience uncomfortable emotions. It's a part of how God created us. It's a part of what it's like to live on this physical earth in this physical body. And when we don't understand this, we live life trying to feel good all the time. And we leave ourselves with a bunch of negative consequences to deal with because we don't want to feel our uncomfortable emotions or because we don't know that we're supposed to be feeling these uncomfortable emotions. So let me give you a couple of examples. So of course, I'm going to give you a money example. But before I do that, I want to give you a eating example. So let's say you're having a bad day at work and you feel like you need to alter the mood that you're feeling. Maybe you're frustrated. Maybe you're frustrated because you have a coworker who stole your idea and presented it to your boss instead of you and you're frustrated, right? You may think 
that you shouldn't be feeling frustrated. And so instead of allowing yourself to feel frustrated, you go and eat ice cream, which causes you to have a temporary hit of dopamine. It kind of soothes you a little bit from that frustration that you're feeling. But the problem with it is that there's now a net negative consequence that you're going to have to deal with, especially if this is something you do often. So whenever you're feeling frustrated or stressed or any uncomfortable emotion, you eat, you reach for food. When you do this consistently, you end up causing yourself to have health issues, maybe more weight on your body than you want to, or maybe diabetes, or maybe high blood pressure, or maybe some other condition, all because you didn't allow yourself to feel the frustration that you had every right to feel because of what happened to you at work, okay? Another example could be emotional spending, emotional shopping. Maybe your kid got into trouble at school and you're feeling stressed out about it, right? Because parenting is not always easy. And instead of allowing yourself to learn how to feel stressed sometimes, because that's a part of the human experience, you indulge in retail therapy. You go to Target or you go online to Amazon or to Zara or to Nordstrom or wherever you like to go. And if you do this often enough, if this is the way you cope with negative or uncomfortable emotions, then you're going to end up with negative consequences to deal with, like less money in your account. Maybe your net worth is not where you want it to be. More credit card debt, which is adding more stress to your life. Less freedom to do the things you truly want to do, the things that truly matter to you. And more stress again. So it's like you're causing more stress trying to prevent stress. So when you can understand this concept of life is 50-50, then you can be aware that a part of being a human is just to feel uncomfortable sometimes. And it's more than sometimes. Sometimes it's half of your life you're going to feel this way. Not necessarily the first half and the last half, but just throughout life, you're going to have times of positive moods and times of negative moods. That is just what it means to be a human. And when we can get clear with that, and allow it and just be okay with that, then we don't need to go out and do things like indulge in emotional spending when we feel uncomfortable. Okay, so the fourth thing I want you to know is that it's not your money's job to make you feel better, right? So spending emotionally only provides you with temporary relief from the emotions anyway. It doesn't permanently get rid of the emotions. What it's doing is giving you a dopamine hit, right? I hear my clients tell me all the time that I do it, I shop, I do all of this stuff because it feels good. And then they pause and then they add temporarily, right? The reason why it's only temporary because your money cannot make you feel good permanently. It only can do it temporarily. And all of the issues that were there before you spent are still going to be there. They're still there, right? So I want you to know that that is called false pleasure, right? Because it only feels good temporarily. And then on the other side of that temporary feeling, there's a consequence that you have to deal with. And again, when it comes to your money, less money, more debt, less freedom to do the things you really want to do, and more stress. It's important to understand that it's impossible for your spending to make you permanently happy. 
Money can't do that. Money can't fill those emotional internal voids. We can never, ever fill an internal issue or solve an internal problem with something that's external. We can only temporarily give ourselves a hit of dopamine, but whatever was going on is still going to be there afterwards. So it's not your money's job to make you feel better. So I offer that maybe we should stop using our money in that way so that we can truly, truly build the wealth that we want to have. Okay, so now that we're clear on that, let's talk about how you can create emotional satisfaction outside of spending. So remember, we've already talked about that nothing has gone wrong if you feel an uncomfortable emotion, right? Life is 50-50. Sometimes you're gonna feel positive emotions, and sometimes you're going to feel uncomfortable emotions. We also want to remember that it's not our money's job to make ourselves feel better, right? So when you feel an uncomfortable emotion like boredom, stress, frustration, anxiety, nervousness, sadness, uneasiness, or even excitement, sometimes these emotions are there to guide us, to help us evolve, or they are there because something happened, a circumstance happened, and we're supposed to feel whatever emotion is there. The example I gave earlier, if a coworker steals your idea and presents it to your boss as if it was his own or her own, then it's natural that you will feel frustrated by that, right? And when we mask it, then we don't allow ourselves to learn what we need to learn from that feeling of frustration, okay? And sometimes sad things happen in the world, People die, people get into accidents, sad things happen. And part of the human experience is to be able to feel sad when sad things happen, okay? With that being said, we can create emotional satisfaction though without spending, without emotionally spending. It's okay to allow these emotions without trying to spend, S-P-E-N-D, without trying to spend them away. Because life is going to happen, right? And feelings pass. They do not last forever. Just like those hits of dopamine are temporary, the uncomfortable feelings that you have are temporary. They dissolve, they pass, and they evaporate. And so if you can just get used to the fact that, okay, I'm a human being living in this physical world and I'm going to experience uncomfortable emotions and I do not have to run from them. I do not have to mask them by going out and spending money that I really don't want to be spending. You can intentionally learn how to sit with your uncomfortable emotions versus spending as a coping mechanism. And I also will say it's really important to learn how to comfort yourself emotionally without relying on outside sources like emotional spending or overeating or over drinking that eventually if you do too much of those things will provide you with negative consequences. Okay. There are ways that you can create comfort in healthy ways. And I'm going to list some of those now. Okay. So one of them is to just go for a walk. That is a healthy thing to do. It will allow you to clear your mind, breathe in fresh air. It's a great way to give yourself some comfort. Read a good book. That is one of my favorite ways to just relax and allow myself to just kind of feel good is by reading a good book. Another awesome way is to declutter your closets, your cupboards, your drawers. That's a really great way to do it. 
That could be very therapeutic. Also, listening to podcasts or music can be a good way to comfort yourself. Watching a good movie or a good documentary, wearing comfortable soft clothes, taking a nap, and just also practicing appreciation and gratitude for your life, but also for yourself and all that you've accomplished and what you're working towards. Those are some really good ways to comfort yourself. It's healthy, it's natural. And so you don't always have to go out and spend money in order to make yourself feel better. You can do that by doing something that's actually good for you, something that will help you evolve, something that will help you to relax in a good way where there are no negative consequences waiting for you on the back end. So that is what I have for you all today. We covered quite a bit We looked at how to discover if emotional spending is an issue for you. We learned the life is 50-50 concept. We also learned how to like really embrace the fact that it's not our money's job to make us feel better. And finally, I gave you some ways that you can create emotional satisfaction outside of spending. I really do hope this was helpful and I hope that you will take me up on leaving a review for the podcast. Every review matters and I read all of them and I appreciate you all for listening. I hope you have a great week. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, if you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy, my signature coaching program where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoley.com slash WWA. That's Germain with a G. See you over there. Bye-bye.